everyone. Good afternoon. It's your midweek gang who's always ready to hang coming at you live through Radio Katipunan 87.9 FM via Zoom. I'm Max. Austin is off getting vaccinated and this is New Wave. Joining me today, she's already started laughing, is an, is my sister in Radio Katipunan, B. Hi, B. Show yourself. Hey, <laughs> I'm here. I made it. I almost, I was almost late. I had to like jump out from, from another thing. But yeah, oh I'm still, I, I'm still here. Either. I'm here now. So thanks for, for inviting me to be here. Austin, dalawa na utang mo sa akin. I'm kidding. Thank you for being here. Of course, of course. You can ask course. him for coffee later. <laughs> Wink, wink. All right. So, yeah, of course, of course, I'm happy to be here. So let's, hello, let's, let's do this, Max. Yes. All right. I hope your Zoom background stays the same. But anyway, yes. let's go straight into our local finds for the day, which is Riley's edible seeds, nuts, and berries. So to talk about that today is my good friend from 4ABIS and my carpool mate, Jacob Publico. Hello, hello. Jacob, uh, how are you? Hi, Jacob. Doing great, doing great, everyone. How are you guys? We're good. <laughs> All right. Okay, so thank you very much for giving us the opportunity to actually share our business. I'm really excited to be able to talk about this on air. So thank you very much, guys. Thank you for being here. So tell us, what is Riley's? And can you also tell us who Riley is? Okay, so let me just answer first the, the first question. So Riley's, as what you mentioned earlier, it's a, bis- it's a business that sells and provides various edible seeds, nuts, mm-hmm. and dried berries and fruit. So the business actually started last year of April at the height of the pandemic. So at one point, it was just a mere grabbing of, of an opportunity because we noticed that the market didn't have much businesses that sell these kinds of products. It was very niche at that time. Mm-hmm. So when we got the opportunity, uh, we thought of starting that, that trend. So in Riley's, we provide, yes, a variety of nuts, seeds, and berries. And it's over a, vari- over a variety of 48 different products and counting. So it's a lot, really like a lot of products that we provide in our business. So through our business, we advocate turning healthy snacking into something that is fun and also affordable without compromising quality. So who is Riley's, you might ask? Unfortunately, I don't have him like here with me, but Riley is actually our dog. So Aww. yeah, he's a white kid too. Yeah, really cute dog so if you're wondering what he looks like you can just scroll down in our facebook page and you'll find him there but anyway um we decided to name our business after him because riley is such a huge ball of joy to our family and we wanted to share this kind of joy to our customers and to the people we serve and we wanted riley to be more than just a mascot but we wanted to become our like our identity of a business as a business so yeah so that answers the question of who riley is so riley's Riley is rather so surprised. <laughs> nice. You know what, Jacob? Nice. You're you're with your people because we're we're both dog people. <laughs> oh dog, dog. So like, okay, let's not talk about dogs now. Later <laughs> then again off air. But okay, so I am a big advocate of also of you know um for healthy, healthy living, healthy snacks. And this I I I so support um your business. And it's good that you're making it accessible and making it affordable, as you, as you mentioned. Just wondering, because out of the many flavors and varieties that you have, like what type of, of nuts or seeds or berries do you have? Like can you just give us like a few examples of it so like to get people interested? Mm, okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm just gonna give like a few examples because not all of them are as popular as the other. So perhaps so let's start with the nuts. So nuts, we have split cashews, we have uh, walnuts, we have roasted salted pistachios, ooh, the very good ones. We have also <laughs> macadamias and another a lot of a lot of nuts. So later on, if we show the, the Facebook page, you can also scan through it and it's pin demand at the top of the page, the, the menu. So for seeds, we also have chia seeds, flax seeds, we have uh, sesame seeds, and a lot more. For dried berries, we have the, of course, the raisins. And we have also dried cranberries, dried blueberries, and, and a lot, lot more. So I said earlier, there's four to eight different varieties. So there's a lot to choose from if you want to order from our business also. That's nice. So, so do you have like when you had a pure, pure like China and then all blueberries and then all, or, or, or all of these like mixtures of different varieties? Mm, okay. Or do you also sell like per pack? Uh, we sell both actually. We sell, we sell per pack. So we sell in a kilo, a half kilo, or 250 grams of mm. these different nuts, seeds, and berries. At the same time, we also sell trail mixes. Right now, our best seller actually are trail mixes. So we name them after 
three values, love, faith, hope. So it's just, you know, to give a bit of uh, good vibes amidst the pandemic. So yeah, it's a different combination of these nuts, seeds, and berries. So um, yeah, it's different flavor, different, uh, different variety and combinations, as I, as I said earlier. It's beautiful. And these are all like cook. Would you say cook? Do you cook berries? <laughs> yeah, I cook was wondering the same thing. Like, especially for the nuts. Like, I remember last year you made cuento that the nuts were all raw. So they were more of used mm-hmm. for like baking or if you wanted to snack on them, you could cook them yourself. But what about now? Do you have cooked options? Yes, we have roast options, actually. So we have, we also offer roasted, uh, roasted split cashews and also roasted almonds. So in terms of cooking, we actually roast them. So we roast almonds and cashews. But for berries, we don't actually cook berries. But you can, in your own discretion, maybe at your own, at your own house, you can decide to cook your own berries if that works. Yeah. <laughs> but I think they're, they're, they're better raw, talaga, the purest form. And yeah, okay, let, let's correct ourselves. Not cook, it's roast. The nuts. Roast, yes. <laughs> we do not cook it. We roast them, but you can also, I think, include them in your cooking because there are like, like pasta, um, for for like a Charlie Chan recipe, diba? You you put in oh, yes. the nuts for for extra crunch and, and things like mm-hmm. that. Great, it's beautiful, and I like I like the people in love, um, mixes that you have. Cool. Okay. And of course, I really um, like how Riley is your dog, and you want to spread the happiness with Riley. Like that's that's so cute. All right, so thank you, Jacob. Where can we find you? Please drop all of your socials. All right, so you can find us in our social media page. We, all, we have a Facebook page. You can visit www.facebook.com slash Riley's Nuts, etc. So you easily find it because it's the logo that says Riley's Nuts, uh, Seeds, Nuts, and Ipipa. And you can also find us on Instagram with the handle Riley's Nuts and others. And also, we, all, we also have a Shopee account uh, just input rileys.ph and we sell pretty much the same products there. So yeah, you can find us there. All right. That's great. So please drop your links in the Facebook comment section so that more people know where to find you. All right. All right and speaking right. of Shopee, tomorrow's payday. And if you guys want 15% off cashback, you can use my code 715MAXINC. Thank you, Jacob. Thanks, Jacob. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Thank you, Jacob. Awesome. Let's give them a follow, guys. Uh-oh. I'm getting... For sure. Yeah, it's a, right. it's a really good idea. All mm-hmm. right. So speaking of roasting, I think there's someone else we want to roast today. Am I right, B? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Are we going to do that? We're going to end of friendship. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Again. Why don't you introduce our guest or our victim before this afternoon? <laughs> okay. Our guest, our guest, let's use the word guest. So okay, we're joining here. us today is someone who I looked up to when I was in high school. Later on, he became my professor in Ateneo in my freshman year. So he's a spoken word poet from Words Anonymous. Ateneans know him as a formator from OSCE. And this year, they will meet him as an incoming philosophy professor. Everyone, please welcome Mr. Serge Gabriel. Hi, sir, Serge. You're still muted. Hello, hello. Hi, okay, Serge. Hi. Yeah, I are, didn't know that good. high school thing. My gosh. You want to say something? Sir, remember, I came up to you with my book. Grab it on the age reveal because it's not high school drama. Gosh. Oh, goodness. Well, anyway. Roasting. Like, oh, God. Okay, okay. No, don't worry. Don't <laughs> worry. We're, we'll behave, man. We're good girls. <laughs> Ask me to change your Zoom background and she'll be fine. Promise. <laughs> All right. So, sir, how are you and how have you been this quarantine? I've been good. I've been good naman. Um, I think we were just talking about this off-air. I hope more people are getting vaccinated in your areas also. Gosh. And I hope that means we can all get to see each other much sooner than later. Hopefully next week, be in Makita na tayo. Please. Oh my God. Please. Oh my God. Oh my God. I want to see the yes. condo clean. It's so clean now. Gusto lang tour later na. But good, good, good. Gosh. Happy this yeah, online yeah. school year is done. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we all, we're all a little bit closer to being, you know, being on campus again soon. But talaga siya. For sure. Exactly. I yeah. think we were talking about this off air also. Like, would you rather, you asked us, would you rather be 
a freshie who started college online or a senior graduating online, what would your answer for that? What would it have been? Oh, I think with the assurance that I'll get to graduate with the people I got to meet, maybe I'll take incoming as a first year. But I, I, I can't Obviously, I can't ask you because you're a senior graduate. Well, I tried. Yes, oh, my fingers crossed. <laughs> but what have you wanted that maps to start here? Well, of course, I would have wanted to start and finish on campus because, <laughs> like, a lot of the college experience is really being there. And, like, one reason why a lot of our friendships in college are so solid is because of the things we go through together on campus. Like, let's be real here. Suffering together during exams, running mm-hmm. from Bell to CTC together and making it on time. Like, that all really adds to it. And then now... Mm-hmm. Those in-betweens aren't there anymore because when you're jumping from one Zoom class to another, you're just in codes. You're not yeah. physically running. So, mm. yeah. May solution Max. Wag bastards ka na agad. <laughs> After the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, mo yung blockers. Wag bastards ka so that you get to experience that. Uh, much to consider. Much to consider. But okay. Back to Sir Serge, we're going to start by talking about your spoken word poetry. And as always, we're going to ask you to start from the very beginning. So how did you start getting into spoken word poetry? Or did you start by writing poems and then it kind of just grew into reciting them? Yeah, definitely that second one. Oh, Maybe okay. and you can, you can just smile if you've heard all of this before. <laughs> oh, actually, this is very interesting because but I don't think I've ever asked him the God. history. So this is also like something yeah. new to me. Test of friendship, <laughs> bigla. Bigla ka na check your homework feels. Sige, Serge, please, please do share your story. Well, the, the simple answer is, ano, I've, loved, I've loved writing for as long as I can remember. Talaga. I grew up with a dad who's a writer. So, <laughs> I find it really funny because yung mom ko naman, she's super active just a theater org when she was in college. So you have my dad, who's the quiet writer, and then my mom, who's like the college theater actress put together. So, ayun, I, I do feel like it's influences from both of them. You have this very, very, very articulate woman running the household, and then you have this very, very quiet guy who's always just in his corner writing a lot of things also. He does that a lot until now, probably. Dad, if you're watching this, like, sorry, na look like it. <laughs> That's a big, big, big part of it. I started with writing poetry lang on my notebooks when I was in grade mm-hmm. school. I honestly remember it was one of my favorite things to do kasi um, I think anybody who's friends with me knows I super love sports. But that was not the case in grade school to high school talaga. <laughs> when, you, when you grow up in an all-boys school, it's either you're part of like the top 10 picks for like the basketball team so start ng intrams or like oh gosh you're the last one there <laughs> so because we were one of the last parate me and my super best friend I won't say who his name is na lang um wala I, I guess I just ended up writing a lot more na lang because of it and I fell in love with it I super fell in love with it but actually performing it for other people I, I don't know if this counts I can't believe I'm saying this because it's recorded, but I'm among friends. <laughs> I think one of the first few times I actually tried reciting poetry to other people, and I think the two earliest times I remember it was, one was an oh, oral exam, oral test in grade 6. And when I tried it, wow, it's pala nito. And then the second one is, <laughs> I can't believe I'm sharing this. Um... I would read like some of the poems I really, really like. Some of crush ko when I was in high school over the telephone. Not even a cell phone, as a telephone. Wow. It's reveal number two. I know, God. It's, 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 wow, gosh. Wala. Diba? And I, I loved it. I loved it so, I loved it so much. And I don't know if my English teacher will ever get the chance to see this talaga. But when they taught poetry in high school and then they taught Shakespeare at the time talaga, I was really like, wow, this is so nice. In my head, it was like, you, you can actually get people to like you because of the way you write and the way you speak. 
Like, oh, like my mind super blue when I found out. Now what girls only don't don't find people with just abs or sports attractive. <laughs> 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 when you grow up in that kind of environment, that's that's like world chatting in high school. Hey. <laughs> it was a very different time back then. It, it actually was. I can I could probably attest to that. But okay, just just wondering. Um, because we grew up actually, siguro pecho ish, magkabatch kanyan, and then we grew poetry delivered. Na medyo sing song type. Because again, yung when we grew up like in elementary, we would have pieces and stuff, and then sing song siya. But how you deliver it is a lot different. And of course, other spoken uh, word. Uh, performers, well, when you say artists as well, so how did you get to discover that type of of um delivery? That hindi siya yun the usual na parang school na same song type. You know, you know, to relate to like my other like love for philo. There's this philosopher who says, si Paul Ricoeur who says, it's an accident transformed into destiny through the power of an ongoing choice. And honestly, I got into this by accident, <laughs> talaga. Like. The first time I actually ended up performing a piece in front of an audience was it was really just an intermission because your friend who just happened to be an organizer for a gig was like, "We need an intermission that's not music, so can you just perform a poem for us because we know you write." So I tried it. It was fun. I really enjoyed it, and <laughs> I don't know if it counts as spoken word poetry, but one of the first pieces I ever. Remember delivering was it was it wasn't even a poem it was the battle speech from 300 which was my favorite movie at the time I don't know if it's anybody else's dream to just recite like a battle speech in front of everyone and then charge <laughs> it's nice but it's very uh, powerful I, I, yeah, like, oh, I will lead this army over here Ayun. so when I when I tried that the first time I super duper enjoyed it I got invited to do another one then eventually and I guess. It really, really just flowed from there, talaga. Wow! It was a mix of being able to write for as long as I remember, mixing it with like speeches I really, really did, and just being around people you really want to perform it for, also. Oh, that's very important. Yeah. Well, that was a very different story from what I expected, actually. But it's interesting, (laughs) and thank you for being so open with us about it. And Actually, I see now more than ever the influences on theater of theater now that you bring it up. And I remember there was one performance where you described spoken word poetry as the love child of theater and literature. And now seeing like what you described about your parents, like I see that more than ever. Yeah. So, all right. Battle speeches. Wow. Okay. That's so interesting. But you said like you don't know if it counts as a spoken word poem. So... To you, but to you, what does count? Like, what makes a written poem different from a spoken word poem? Like, are there different rules? Is there like a different rhyme scheme or rhythm to follow? Oh gosh, that's such a loaded question. It's okay, sir. Take your time. You know, whenever I talk about it, no, no, no. It's 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 indeed it, it, it's such a good question, talaga. And I love how my answer. It, it, it's been influenced by so many conversations with the same question also. Like, to give you a, a specific example, um, one of my closest friends when I was in college was the program awardee for literature at the time. So, when I talked to her about, like, this is what poetry is supposed to be, and she tells me, that this, no, this is what poetry is supposed to be. <laughs> I have a copy of her printed book here sa, 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 sa cabinet ko. Like, it's, 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 it's changed so much. So, and then there's this group that I get to write with every Friday night. Naman. And this group is super duper intimidating because I think more than half of them are award-winning writers and poets already. And I'm just like, I just like to read poetry. <laughs> I never won an award. <laughs> I was like, shocks. Like, best in conduct award. Lang ako. And these people have like two or three palangkas under their name. It's eh. So, I, I think if you ask people their very definition of poetry, I think if you teach it from an academic standpoint, I'm sure there's a 
way to be very very technical about it. I think like you said it earlier, rhyme scheme, meter, there's a way to be able to do these things. Talaga. Pero on the topic of spoken word poetry, I think when I end up asking myself the same question, do I feel like I would be more knowledgeable in saying what a spoken word poem is if I write a dissertation about it? Or do you ask somebody who's been doing it for over like 10 or 20 years? It's hard, eh? It's difficult. I think if you want an... I don't know if you want to call it an unintelligible answer. The answer I used to give when I was 23 years old, I have it written down in the journal, was, you know how people describe their own music taste also. So some people have told me before, Serge, I don't like spoken word poetry kasi puro hugot lang yan. <laughs> And the reality is, it's it's a very popular theme in it, diba? It's not, it's not to say that it's all of it, but it's, it's it's a big thing. But when you ask us to look into like, ano yung mga songs natin, what are our telenovelas about, what are the emerging themes also? A lot of it is romance. I don't know why we're very, very cheesy, very, very lovey-dovey people talaga. But it, it, it's, it's a big part of it. So when they ask me, do you think this counts as a spoken word poem or not? I honestly don't think I have the authority to be able to say what a poem is and what it is not. Because what if I'm faced with somebody who's won like 30 Palanka Awards? This is my favorite like thought experiment. I'm faced with somebody with 30 Palanka Awards. But I've done a workshop And I've done like a writing workshop with students who are in grade four, for example. One time, it's in a public school, na high school. Another one is, favorite kita with Dr. Ricky Abad. We did like a poetry writing workshop sa Bilibid Prison. So when somebody recites, writes out, sometimes even wraps their heart out, do I have the skill or the intellect, or the arrogance to say na, I don't think that's a poem. I don't think I'm, I, I can bring myself to being able to say that, eh. I think if you're able to express yourself in a way that's very, very unique to you, and it allows you to share who you are, I personally think that's poetry already. I mean, when we watch people do sports, don't they say, oh, that's poetry in motion? So, <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's, it's a big, big question. I would love to see a conference where you have academics and writers and performers. Iba, iba, iba yun eh. But I guess to summarize it, I don't know how to answer that completely. But I don't know. I think you just feel it when it's a very, very good poem. Now that we're here, I believe it's a great time to let our listeners in on a little secret. Are any of you out there interested in making podcasts of your own but can't seem to get the hang of recording, editing, and other technicalities? Well, there's no need to worry about that anymore. There's one application that podcasters or aspiring podcasters can use to make their dreams come true. Anchor! Simply download it for free on the Apple App Store, Google Play Store, or even from the website itself, www.anchor.fm. What are you waiting for? Time to avoid the complicated tools and publish your podcast on popular platforms today. If your poem makes me, if whatever you're saying makes me feel something very, very deep, I think that's poetry already for me. Right. Okay, I would love to like see a paper on that. And you have to write it soon. <laughs> oh, I guess we know. We now know what your new paper is going to be all about. But yeah, I, I want to uh, jump to like what you said that it is actually beautiful that to to hear it from you. Now, what I'm getting there is that poetry is something that's alive. It's growing, and it's different for each one of us, uh, depending on the probably context and background of the person, like hearing it or delivering it, or writing it. Now, let's jump back to, like, you made that something na parang you were, um, parang part, you're part of this um, parang group, and you get to write stuff together like that. Um, how do you parang relate, or what was your experience um, actually writing your own pieces, and then hearing them, and then, parang being amongst the, the, your peers. Um, how the, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that sobrang overwhelming no, no experience, but can you probably share with us like how um, how was your experience uh, being in that kind of space and how does it affect you? 
mean, does it affect your writing style and your delivery style? Like, iniisip mo na ba na para, I'm sorry, this, this, para may shoot dalawa yung question dito eh, para what is your experience describing it? And then, how does it affect you? Like, do you also write na parang, I, I am writing this because I'm thinking it has to be delivered in a certain way or you just write first and then think about the delivery after? That's a good question, Shaks. Um, I think if I compare it with like what Maxine was talking about earlier, it's imagine being in like a songwriting contest and then all the other performers, all the other writers or the singers or songwriters, it's like, oh God, why is Ben and Ben here? Why is the company here? Why is Sir Junji here? Gosh. I, I, I think it's very, very I cannot bring myself to think about writing poetry as something grueling. Maybe, iba siya from writing like academic papers, iba talaga siya. And to really just be around that space of people, there's a lot of nervousness, definitely. I think one of the first times I told them when I was there, was like, I think I have most of your books in my bookshelf. <laughs> And hindi naman sa akin sinabi na, oh my God. <laughs> I didn't know puro palangka award dito. It's it's really just a growing community. Like I, I think the jump of what you said be about like poetry being alive more than ever than now. I I never imagined there would be spaces like these to be able to write with other people. I know the experience of having to look for a place just to be able to perform poems before or read something out loud and now it's like a damning open mic and to, to be part of a group that can actually host open mics and people go to them to perform their poetry that's such a big thing babe I, I, I never want to limit it to just people performing poetry because I think for any other artist who plays music who draws, who writes. I think just the space to be able to share your stuff with other people who are just like, wow, okay to ah. It's, it's, it's nice eh. Like, don't you want to keep doing this because, you know, there are other people doing it and there are other people who want to keep on seeing it also. I think that's the point of community talaga. I hope that yeah, answers it, the question. Uh, it does, actually. It, it kind of relates us to it brings us to another level when we can be connected. And yeah, you're right. Like the spaces now compared to before, uh, ang dami. And now we've expanded now to online spaces. <laughs> Oo, iba siya. Like yeah. I remember nung high school, my God, I think the only poetry place we could find was like yung Happy Monday sa Magnet Cafe. Oh, ma- yes! Like, <laughs> I know! And hello! Like they would, they would read it a little bit later. I think I only got to go to like one. And When I'm a high school student, I can't stay past out 9 p.m. naman. Hindi <laughs> mo papayagan sa ganyan. Actually, uh, yes, yes. It's funny that you mentioned Magnet Cafe kasi tambay din ako noon before. Thing. My gosh. But yeah, oo nga. I mean, okay, speaking of online spaces, so, um, how, how is it different? I mean, what's your experience performing live like with actual audiences? Kasi I always ask like, or, or like, musicians um, this question like the experience of performing it with live audience and a camera God I, th- I think the thing I miss the most is you get to adjust in the middle of a poem depending on who you're reciting it for hmm. your, your friend go said this super philosophical thing and I can't get it out of my head. Sabi niya, you know, you never technically recite the same poem twice or perform the same song twice because it changes depending on who you're with. Diba? That's true. Like the, the, the best example there I can think of is like, I, rem- I remember we, we, we performed for... <laughs> it, it was a fundraiser and for some odd reason, like majority of the people there were a lot older. So we had to do the poems louder and slower. And then there was this one time we performed them for like a high school for like an like inclusive girls high school. So because mm. it was like a fair type, sobrang ingay talaga. We had to shout the pieces. <laughs> Maybe. Super different. So I think the thing I miss the most is being able to really just adjust with other people. You get to see if someone's looking at you intently. You get to look at that person in the back. 
sometimes you get to see that person either crying or laughing and you go like yes <laughs> if it's offline I, th- I think the biggest one is what are the chances anyone's gonna go on cam diba because usually naman, even though it's live you're, ne- you're never gonna get to see the audience naman like what we're doing right now diba? I'm sure there are people mm-hmm. in the comment section but it doesn't really feel like I'm interacting with them directly a little yeah. bit but mm-hmm. yeah I can imagine yeah. the energy say, no? mm-hmm. exactly so, that's what I was going to say like the energy like between performer and audience it's always so important to a performer mm-hmm. but then like online it's very different so Serge you were saying yeah exactly it's it's a like you said it's a conversation with other people mm-hmm. eh? whether whether it's performing or whether it's teaching like, can you imagine if they go through an intact class like online <laughs> yeah. so actually I wanted to get there how is it different teaching since we're on the topic of performance and in a sense when you're teaching it's also kind of like performing because you're in front of a crowd they they're listening to you they're watching you and then now from classrooms we're on zoom so how has teaching changed for you like what's your personal experience with it me? Gosh. Well, I, I can speak as a formator and as a teacher, having been yours for both. And the the, the, the the most different thing I can think of, honestly, is it's, it's I love it when our students go on cam. It's not an easy task to ask for, ask students to do that because like, it, it's hard to be motivated in this pandemic, diba. Right? I've been there in meetings as a master's student. I don't like it also going on cam some of the time. And it's a little discouraging when, what if you're the only student on cam and everyone else is off cam? It's like, okay, I'll turn mine off na rin also. It's, I think if I'm comparing it to performing also, it's, it's, it's the same answer. Eh? It's, I, I really miss having the connection and conversation with my students. It, it's different. It's, it's really, really, really different. I mean, for a one-hour class, for example, we talk for 50 minutes, or I talk for 50 minutes at least, and then some of them answer a comments and then I read their, sec- their answers there. But if this were a face-to-face class, it's like our classes before, mm-hmm. like immediately after the class is over, sometimes some of my students will come up to me and talk about stuff. I can't believe I'm saying it, but I miss my students asking for relationship advice. Or sometimes they tell me, oh, sir, my gosh, we're dating already. <laughs> I miss it. Like, to, to be wedged in or be part of your lives just a little bit more outside of the classroom. These are the things I really, really miss also. I mean, where do you get the... I, I don't think people answer or raise their hands in class if they don't feel like they're comfortable enough to share with their fellow classmates or their teachers also. And how do you get the chance to do that naman when a lot of people have their cams off or it's difficult to motivate yourself in a 9 o'clock class? Diba? It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. But you know, keep yeah. going. Keep going. Yeah. And, and we're limited by emojis now. <laughs> so, emojis yeah, and, and reacts. Like on Zoom, the yes. corner react. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. I call them reacticons. This guy, my Zoom's old. They only have like thumbs up, chaka applause. I don't know the hearts are that. Ay, magpunta mo dito, let's tweet that. Sige, please, please. Let's fix that. Tech things talaga, my God. Ayan na si Max. There. I'm just going to flex my party popper react. I don't know if it's seen on Facebook. I'll give you a thumbs up for it. There we go. Sige, I'll give you like Korean heart na lang muna. Alayo kasi na screen eh. <laughs> but you know what you just said about intact right now it kind of reminded me how in freshman year it was such an important class because like you said it's the class where we don't really talk about academics but we more of talk about our feelings like that's where we become friends and you as a professor moderator become our friend also and in freshman year like a year that is pretty crucial since it's your first year you're still feeling things out and getting used to Ateneo culture. It was so important. Like, the bonding from that class was very important to the things that happened in freshman year. And from your perspective, even if it is online, even with the challenges that off-cams and slow Wi-Fi and Zoom provides, do you still think that 
your the blocks you've handled feel that camaraderie that clinginess Mm-mm. well i think i can never speak for my students but i genuinely feel like i got to talk to a lot of them naman I know individual consultations or consultations with teachers are so different when it's online. Because <laughs> it's weird, talaga. It's like, huh? We're doing this online, really? Versus being able to do it in the cafeteria before where all of your mm-hmm. friends and students are there. But I think if I answer your question with two points, the first one I thought of was, I don't think I ever came into this blind Because I think one thing I have in common with the first-year students from last year was we entered college in a pandemic also. So in 2009, I don't know how old you were back then, but oh God. But may AH1N1 kasi noon. So, I remember that like, actually. Diba? Like, three weeks delayed. So the only way we could ever navigate through college was really in our intact class also. And my homeroom advisor at the time... Like, I tried to pattern what I tried to do with your intact classes after what he ended up doing with ours also. It's, it's really a culture of being able to just make it a safe space for students to want to open up. I mean, hello, college can be intimidating. It can be scary. Right? I'm, I'm not going to drop any names, but I remember having a student telling me, na, oh my gosh, sir, the buildings are so big and the people are so good looking. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you process something like that in any other class, diba? It's a, it's a big, big thing. And the, the second one, in, in relation to being able to be close or having that clinginess with my students, I think the most concrete thing I can think of is I'm currently writing a couple of uh, recommendation letters for some of the students I got to know this like this last school year. Some of them are applying for scholarships and I'm really, really happy for them. I don't think you would ask a teacher to give like a character profile of a kind of person you are if you don't know who you are. I don't think it's It's just... I don't know if you want to call it selfish. I feel like I enjoy more than they're enjoying. Because it's... it's, it's These students let me teach them, right? And I feel like as a teacher, what more can you ask for when they go on cam, when they listen to your stuff, when they laugh at your stories, when they react with more than just a thumbs up or the applause emoji? What more can you ask for? I feel like I, I feel like I got to relate with a good number of them also. And well, they don't really come for relationship advice anymore. But the I think the most advice is. I think you know this because you come from the same course also. A lot of them ask me like about shifting advice, what courses can they get into also. And to be able to have a, have an adult to be able to talk about it who aren't their guardians or their parents, I think helps also. So, yun. So, Max, alam mo na, relationship advice daw. You get a lalaglag, but you know that story. <laughs> When you said like individual consultations and shifting advice, floodgate of memory, Gonzaga second floor, like it's uh, just, just unlocked. But yeah, let's let's not go into detail. <laughs> <laughs> so why the go? You were talking about a sense of community, and somehow that sense of community always makes the things you love even better because you get to share it with other people who are passionate and you can learn from and you're in the poetry group words anonymous so can i ask you what brought you all together or how were you formed oh gosh uh <laughs> i have two things i share when i say that answer the first is <laughs> there really just used to be a time when It was just us performing sa Seb's Cafe together. We came up with a book together called, ano, Tuwing Ikatlong Sabado. And the reason why that's the title of the book was because every third Saturday of the month sa Seb's Cafe, like, God bless you, Ma'am Eat, at Sir Seb, Sir Howie, um, we would perform there every Saturday night. And the funniest thing was... Um, Because we were the only ones who were there every other Saturday night. 
it just got to a point na, why don't we just make this a group na lang? So that group was already intact before we ended up joining. Words Anonymous was made by Sila Angel Cruz, Abby Urbeta, M. Manese. They were formed because they kept performing together already. And then me, si Kat, si Henry, we ended up coming in a little bit later because we found out, oh my gosh, may ganito pala dito. And, yun, and they ended up asking us to join the group then. Eventually, it grew, it bloomed. Suddenly, we didn't have to perform three to four times anymore. Pero no one forced us naman to do that because we wanted like, me, 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 me. It really just grew and it really just bloomed into what it is now. And, yeah. and in relation to the community part, the second one is, um, I, I think we've gotten like a bunch of questions. Correct them, it's not. This has been around a really, 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 really right. long time. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I think the beautiful thing about poetry, related to B's point also, is I think when something is alive, kasi, it's always going to grow and it's always going to change. Yeah. I think it's very serendipitous. I'm getting to talk about this on the anniversary of si Ma'am Susan Kimpo, a martial law survivor. And one of the things she would tell me before when I would watch her speak was they use poetry as a way to be able to rally people together. Right? It, it, it's, it's not just for fun, even though it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's a way to bring people together also. Right. Uh, if, if I think of Sister Jet Tenorio, the Filipino prof, ko, he, he will tell you up front that yung history natin of being able to trace our history as Filipino people is really oral tradition. Mm-hmm. So, it's back so, 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 so long talaga. I don't know kung social media lang siya or may nag-viral <laughs> na isang piece. Wala eh. It's not. Like, Words yeah. Anonymous is a group. Like, we're, it's nice you can find us on Facebook. Pero honestly, like, the happiest thing I can imagine thinking is as long as the poetry community grows and more people just end up writing. I think that's the best <laughs> thing ever, honestly. Kidding. It's it really has grown. I mean, from from like way back then. Age reveal again. Dugi tayo dito yung bata ni I was going to ask you guys about that cafe you were talking about a while ago. Not Seb's other than the magnet. Magnet. Yeah, cafe. Because I've heard things about it, but yep. Yes. <laughs> it's it's a very like intimate space. It's not it's it's actually it doesn't feel like a cafe, like how we knew cafe. It's 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 literally like a space that like, I guess the best way to describe it. And then there's a like like I remember a small, very, very small stage. That's a background mo yung katip road exactly. and wow. yun lang, that that's it. You couldn't then, like, fit three people on that stage. So, <laughs> 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 as in, I remember. And then, um, they actually had another branch in BGC. They opened it. But measure later, I think that one has like a bigger space. But I think second floor din siya. But, right? Because the, the bag that dito sa katip before, and it's second floor shit. So, yeah. And then I remember the walls were really white. <laughs> <laughs> same, but, same. But yeah, buhayin natin yan, you know, when we get back to normal. But yeah, um, yeah speaking of um, mga bubuhayin, when we get back to normal, while we're not yet there, <laughs> let's go back here muna where we are now because it's important to be present where we are now. Um, I know you've adjusted, you've talked about like adjusting to the pandemic na, eh, like with your teaching, with your performing. Like what about Words Anonymous? I mean, how is it adjusted to the pandemic? Do you still get to um, like do shows or segments or series or um, ano na yung mga programs ng Words Anonymous? How have you transitioned to this uh, world that we're living in right now? Uh-oh. Oh gosh, I love this question. Uh, I, I can't get over now we're celebrating our seventh anniversary this year already. I was like, my God. It's been, it's been so long, gosh. We usually have an anniversary show say around April, but given the pandemic also, I get the last two years, we never really got to push through with it. Um, 
I think I think the big thing, the big change was really just <laughs> just straightforward. Uh, we all got older. Dude. <laughs> it was much easier to do this when we were because we were so full of life. Like work wasn't as heavy as it used to be. So now that most of us are employed, some of us are married, some of us are hitting our cities. God. So we're not, we haven't been hosting a bunch of shows recently. I think more of our programs and more of the chances we get to perform is we get to partner with different orgs. Uh, we get different invitations from different groups. I think if you want something very, very close to home, like, we were supposed to have one with yung pride para sa sanggum. Being on Radio Katipunan reminds me of this one amazing app that allows people to make their own podcasts like a breeze. There's no need for complicated recording or editing software and other tricky technicalities when you have Anchor, an app where you can create and even publish your own podcasts. So download Anchor for free in the Apple App Store, Google Play Store, or even from the website itself, www.anchor.fm, to experience a hassle-free podcast-making experience. I think just recently, lang last month also, we did something with the Mental Health Awareness Coalition, if I'm not mistaken. And off the top of my head, I think in the last month, we did something with the Child Labor Secretariat for the government. We did one for Millennials PH, which is for the upcoming elections. Naman. We've taken a bit of a backseat when it comes to organizing, understandably, because of all the things we're busy with. But really honored now. A lot of people still want to be able to get us and partner with us. Because <laughs> I think the direct answer namin in sa email is if there's a way like whatever platform we have can further an advocacy we also believe in, then fight lang, push lang. Gosh. Correct. Um, it's actually nice also because the naman sa, sa music side of things naman, um, when artists like um, talk to me and ask for advice na like what else to do now because we have like limited resources and uh, limited like means, I guess, to like develop programs and and produce um things, uh, songs or whatever can yan. Um, one of my go-to answers is to collaborate with other artists, and with uh with words anonymous, it's it's uh, really um of course encouraging to know that you are also like collaborating with other advocacies and with other partners that are really doing good now it's very relevant Mm-mm. so yay Definitely. i'm happy i'm happy to hear that amazing Uh-oh. and not even just not not even like different groups it's even within the same writing groups also yes so, like i know we get to throw words anonymous out a lot also but there are groups <laughs> like Ang sabi nila, or collaboratory PH. Adami, there's so much, so much talent out there talaga. And, <laughs> and I, I don't know, as somebody who really, really loves sports, it never really feels like a competition with other people. It's literally, oh, let's write together. <laughs> galing, galing, galing. But like we said kanina, the togetherness, that's like really part of the fun. So you have some stands here. Mm-hmm. In the comment section, I think your friends Louis, Julian, oh God, Alberto, Antonio Hi, Jr. Oh my God, oh, <laughs> asking Albert, for shout outs. <laughs> oh God, Hi Albert. Oh, thank you for my glasses. Hello, you, Alberto. Oh, Louis, gosh. Wait, can I, can I just like can I, can I just say hi to Louis? Of course, go because ahead. you know related to what you just said. Because I'm 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 going to be te- I'm going to be teaching for the following school year. I've gotten so many tips from this guy, talaga. Like that guy is going to be like a legendary theo prof in the making. I'm I'm calling it as early as right now, and I'm glad this recorded so I can look back on it and go like, yes. <laughs> you heard it. He was here one first. of the people who said that this this teaching. <laughs> Now, this teaching thing, there's really a performative aspect to it also. There has to be a way to be able to bond with your students and just to 
get them enticed with what you're saying also. Yeah. So, like, I see you, Louie, and I love you. Thank you for being here. Gosh. <laughs> On that note, so this year you mentioned you will be a philosophy professor. So I just wanted to ask, why philosophy? It's very different from being a formator. Mm-mm. Gosh. Ah. Uh... My simple answer to that is, I took a pre-med when I was in college. And the only thing I ever wanted to do was save lives. That's why I wanted to be a doctor. And philo just happened to be that subject that really just changed and rocked my world. Talaga. I remember at the end of my final oral exam with my philo 101 prof at the time, Sir Joe Guevara. I'm going to talk to him tomorrow. I'm super excited to talk to him. He asked me, like, after I did my final oral exam, sabi niya, oh, Serge, why do you want to be a doctor ba? And said, sir, I just really want to save lives. It's all I think, it's all I really, really want to do with my life. And sabi niya, he closes my oral exam, gives it to me and goes, do you have to be a doctor to be able to help people's lives or help people live? Wait, what okay, happened? For a minute, I thought it was me who froze. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Take two, Tayo. Yeah, okay, he's back. back. Take two, take two. What was the last thing I said? Was it a pre-med um, thing? Sabi ko ba yun? No. Did it reach that? No. Yeah, we, yes, I heard pre-med until do you have to be a doctor to save lives? Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, <laughs> my prof asks me that. And it really changed and rocked my world talaga. Hindi, hindi yun bola. I was like, shocks. I, I thought about na this is all I've wanted to do, being a doctor. You know, to really just help people live also. But then when I reflected on it a lot, and <laughs> when you belong to this school also, I think your teachers have a habit of really just making you question all of your life decisions then. I just thought about it again and again and again. And I thought, shocks, maybe I can be a teacher. When I graduated, I would talk to some of my old teachers also. And they told me, try going to the corporate world first. See, test the waters out there. But I did for three years. And I ended up coming back to be able to teach also. But hey, that's so, so, so nice. What was I going to say? There was one more thing with... Oh, and in relation to, is it super different to being a formator? Honestly, maybe from... Like a, a third, very different things. But if, if I'm being completely honest, I, I don't think it is. Because eh? I, I wrote my philo thesis on conversations with the community partners I'm with, sa Cardona Rizal, with. The people you got to me, it's just Hugh Matrix, Ate Alma, Kuya Mani, gosh, Ate Evelyn, all of those people. And when I think to myself that if philosophy is something only people who go to college understand, or if it's supposed to be something that makes you feel like you're a little bit higher than other people, is that a kind of philosophy I want to teach? I, I don't think. That's why the philo I really, really want to teach part of it is grounded on Filipino philosophy. I mean, we can talk about Heidegger. We can talk about Descartes. Pero when you say, ang sakit ng loob ko, ang bigat ng loob ko, anybody understands that. Mag-commute ka, kung bibili ka ng fishbowls, they get it eh. So, that's kind of, that's kind of, without getting too much into the details of it, I think philo is such a wonderful, wonderful subject I really, really want to teach. Because it's really just teaching people how to be human. And how to help them or what does it even mean to live? I think we teach or I teach from a very specific place. Because I think it only makes sense when you've been taught by the best. You want to try to be the best teacher for your students. That's the simplest way I can put it. That's nice. So that's nice. Speaking of students, a student from the philosophy department just texted me now. So, Amanda, hi Amanda Coyantes and her mom, hi Tita Dre. They're watching now and they texted me. She wanted me to ask you what philosophy you're planning to teach, but I think you've kind of answered that already. But 
Amanda is actually the friend of mine who introduced me to your poems. I remember that. Gosh, it's a super familiar name. So I'll be teaching Philo. I think I'll be teaching Philo 11 next year. So the sophomores. So let's see. Let's see what happens. It's going to work. <laughs> Galing. So, ang galing na. Okay, I didn't know that he did pre-med pala. And meanwhile, our friend. <laughs> Siya naman yung nag-doctor yeah, ngayon. <laughs> like, you guys are meant to be friends talaga. Oh, I'm the best friend. <laughs> These are both doctors. Diba? Yeah. I-, I will live vicariously through them. Yeah, so, yeah. So, shout out to to Albert. And yeah. shout out to Pael. <laughs> oh my gosh, si Pael's watching. <laughs> Pael's here then. Oh. Hey, Pael. Hello. <laughs> Pael, pakita ka, please. Okay, that's right. Okay. Okay. I think he froze again. <laughs> oh, I'm no, being... they freeze again. Oh, there. Okay. You're back. You're back. I gotta fix this net. Hi, Pael. I miss you. I hope you heard that. <laughs> you guys have a lot of friends in the comment section. Bakit ba? Parang dinig Your comment section. We miss you guys. The comment section looks like a mini reunion right now. <laughs> Okay, Things so. I miss the most. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Okay, so Amanda has another question. She's texting me her questions right now. <laughs> She's asking, "Did your feel? Did your philo as an undergrad student affect your poetry also?" She had Sir Callisans before and noticed that some of Sir's topics were themes in a few of your poems. Oh my goodness! A hundred percent, yes. Because Sir Eddie Boy Calasans, I cannot think him enough. Just go. I remember when we took his class, it was a 7.30 a.m. class. Huh? And we weren't forced to take that as in first batch coming for our last sem in college. And we really signed up for that class. He would recite poetry sometimes in the middle and one of my favorite Filipino poems, yung sonet ng kailan hindi nasulat. I think I performed that for you, B. Sorry, Arman, when you were there yes. that time. I got that uh-huh. from him. So, honestly, oh, oh definitely, Chucks. I don't think it's just a way of being able to recite stuff. Eh. It, it has to be, it has to come from a particular, like, insight or very, very familiar place. And when your philo prof tells you na, what happens if you wake up the next day and you find out that God doesn't exist? Does your life change? I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> Super life-changing me. Like it, 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 It's those kinds of questions, those kinds of reflections that makes you look at life and go like, what if this was different? I feel like, I personally feel like the way that I write thrives on that also. Like, asking those good questions that make people think or make me also think na, oh nga, no? What if life were like this? Oh, Sir Eddie Boy, ka pala. Yay, okay. Kalasan's babies for life. She also said that as of when she took his class, he remembers you. God. Like he said, big, oh, big, Serge, big. of course. That's such a big honor. It's Sir Eddie Boy, Kalasan's like a I'll geek out on him for very short. Ano lang. He was like the valedictorian at his time in kabatchmate niya si Father Dakanay. So how smart do you have to be to beat si Father Dakanay, di ba? I think he's in France right now also. So God bless his soul. I am the writer and the person I am because of that person. Legit. Because of so many great teachers. Really? And you will be one too. You are now, actually. Mm-hmm. You are now, di ba? Yeah. I'll do my no, best for my students. That's the only thing I can think of. Talaga. That's what my teachers would want. I'm sure you'll do like more wonderful things by in the future. In the coming days. Push, oh, yes, push. it's coming soon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, hopefully, you know, after after this pandemic, like we get to like be like in a classroom talaga and yeah, do all the things that we used to do. <laughs> Definitely. God. I just want to be able to like hug or shake people's hands. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Right? Soon, Uh-oh, soon, God. soon, soon, soon. Soon. God. Yes, Serge, please. Soon. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'll message you, my God. Is this... 
I'll talk to you about it like off this. <laughs> sige, sige, sige. It's funny. Sorry, dito kasi sa script. Nero kasi dito like, what, this is script kasi you have this question of parang, um, uh, how are you able to get back to your old hobbies and whatnot. Kaya I just want to share something funny. Kasi one of this, because I we, we all know that parang searches like also into like all the sports and health stuff and nakikita naman natin sa stories yan, whatever. But what, did, what they don't know is that Shout out to Albert as well. We had a yoga session with them. I'm sorry, sir. Oh my okay. God. <laughs> We had a yoga session. Tatlo kami. Dito lang din. Sa hondo. And dude, nakatulog silang dalawa. <laughs> And I'm like, guys, what happened? Are you ready? <laughs> It was, oh. I hope we can go back to that. Someday, someday we'll get to do that again. <laughs> But okay, fine. <laughs> Stay awake this time. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. Wait, it's because it's because we were mid-practice yun. And then we just rested yeah, for a bit yun. with the shabasa and with the corpse pose. And then, oh my God, they're already dreaming. Oh my God. <laughs> My body is not meant to bend that way. Pagod talaga ako. Wala pa ka siya sa kalahat eh. Sabi ko, sige na ka, let's end you. Someday, someday again. Yes, yes, yes. Time flies. It's already 6pm. But to end, Sir Serge, one last question. What's the most valuable lesson you've learned from a student so far? Because we've learned a lot from you, professor or not. Shocks. Wow, that's a hard question. These laugh. If I head, <laughs> if I had to answer on the top of my head, it's probably. <laughs> you, you know how students are so open when it comes to sharing who they are in oral exams, in classroom discussions. It's not something they tell me directly. But I think when I'm a teacher, when I'm being the one leading the discussion, if students are brave enough to share who they are in front of other people, to risk being judged, to risk being thought of in a certain way, I can't help but think as a teacher that I feel like I have to be able to be able to do this for them also. And I think primarily just to end, because it's in the context of a pandemic also, I've witnessed firsthand students share things that are very, very delicate, things that, well, they're not easy topics to be able to talk about, but when they talk about it, They share it so freely and so openly. Not just in private, but within the classroom discussion also. I can't even begin to imagine what it's like to enter this new college setting online and for them to be able to try and forge these real and genuine connections with their blockmates, with their teachers. I can't help but feel like, doesn't this want to make me... Doesn't this want to help me or make me try to be the best teacher I can be for these students. If mag effort sila, I think it only makes sense mag effort din ako. If these students allow me to teach them, I have to teach them. I have to keep teaching them. <laughs> Ayun. Kami naman yun na speechless. Yeah. God. Kalahon naman ang hang lang kayo. Actually, since we're nearing the end of this, I feel like, okay, I just finished class. I have to write a passport now and submit it by the end of I the day. I miss that so That's much. Oh my God. <laughs> Yung mga online passports, not the same talaga. <laughs> oh God. But someday, 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 we'll get to go back to that. I believe, mm-hmm. I believe. Hopefully. Hopefully. Okay, before we say goodbye, we need to thank a few people first. And B, I know you love doing this with me. <laughs> 
okay. I want to thank Austin muna siguro for not being here. Because <laughs> somehow it's like a blessing that then that's a silver lining because I get to talk to Sir and our friends in the comment section when that is But but yeah, um thank you for for um tuning in. This has been, you know, new wave. Thank you to to James of course for being here handling all the back end stuff. Thank you to Justin for always being so supportive. Thank you to Austin again. Thank you Max for, you know, <laughs> inviting me again to your show. I always love having you here, B. So to our audience, thank you once again for joining us today and we look forward to seeing you all next time. So join us on our next episode on July 21 where we will be joined by a very, very special guest. I can't say who it is yet, but if you want to know, hataw na and follow newwave.rk to find out who it is next week and like Radio Katipunan's Facebook and Facebook among other pages to keep Then to keep in touch. So don't miss out. Like I said, follow us on Instagram. That's at newwave.rk once again. And you can always catch the replays of this episode and our episodes before on Radio Katipunan, 87.9 FM's Facebook page, YouTube, and Twitter Live, all of which go by at Radio Katipunan. All right. And of course, uh, thank you again, Serge. I <laughs> didn't invite. Thank you for being Aba, here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Yes. Can, you follow- out, can, you, can you shout out to your family? Who was of watching? course. Go ahead. Oh my God. Hi, Uncle Joel. Hi, Ate Amboy. Hi to my mom who's watching, I think, from Subic also. <laughs> Love you and thank you for all of your support. And my office mates, my teammates. I'm wearing the office shirt. So go Oski. Shout out to my Binhi fam for always being supportive of everything that I'm doing. Oh, it was so nice to have you, Sir Serge. Mm-hmm. I, it was great catching up, and I'm glad the two of you had a mini reunion as well. <laughs> I know. Next one in person, <laughs> Yes, please. Oh, don't forget also to follow Words Anonymous. They have great content, guys. I assure you, never a dull moment with all of those videos and content. All right, so yeah, let's bring it uh, home. Back. Uh, yeah, your favorite. <laughs> no, I'm I'm B. I'm just a letter. I will actually catch you later for Shayab Ever Radio. And thank you, thank you. We'll see you there once again. This has been your midweek gang, who's always ready to hang. That was B. I'm Max. Wishing you all a great day, and we'll see you next week. This has been Bye. New Wave. Bye. Hi.